Hello, my sweet sugar bushes. So, uh, we've had a bit of a fucking curveball. Goose has decided to take a leave of absence, but he has assured me that it's not going to be too long. It's only going to be uh, maybe a week or two. He's got to get some affairs in order, and that's perfectly okay because we don't take anything seriously here. But uh, in respect of him, I decided that we were going to put season two on hold. He did not want me to go forward with it because it's something that he very much enjoyed doing. So I told him we will not do season three until he returns so we can finish it out, uh, me and him, like we had planned. So in uh, in lieu of that, uh, I have decided to take some... Actually, members, so I have a, a coven, it's my Discord server, I have members of the council, and the members of the council, they help me uh, moderate that shit show of a place, and I've decided to take some members of the council and force them to be on the podcast to turn out content, because I need to put some kind of content onto the podcast, um, so I have uh, decided to force them to be here. I don't know what we're going to talk about, I didn't plan this, I'm very tired, um, I've been editing all day and then I've eaten like 3000 calories in an hour. So, uh, my stomach's very full and I'm very uncomfortable, but you guys can unmute your mics now. Oh yeah. Jordan, if you, in case you were wondering, um, you are now part of the council. Oh, okay. <laughs> yay. Yeah. I thought about I thought about telling you beforehand, but I was like, nah, we'll just, you know, do it on air and see how it works. Yeah. Uh also we're, we're using Zoom right air. now and nobody had like I sound really good to you guys, uh all you listeners, because I'm using a very high grade microphone. Everybody else is using their phones or like a headset, so they're not gonna sound very good and we apologize. We'll get that fixed at a later date. Um, but right now we didn't fucking plan anything. We just decided to do it. Um, but yeah, okay. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, Jordan, you're part of the council now, by the way. Uh, I figured you wouldn't have to put out a mod application cause we pretty much already fucking know who you are. You guys know who I am? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I actually, so funny story is, um, I, uh, met Jordan through, uh, through, you know, like TikTok and discord and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, and TikTok live mainly. And then, uh, it turns out I kicked him out of a music venue. I used to work at for, uh, what were you trying to do? Smoke cigarettes inside the venue or go outside to smoke a cigarette? I was definitely looking you directly in the eyes (laughs) and trying to light a cigarette inside of the venue because, (laughs) I wanted to, and yeah. you would have let me out. <laughs> yeah, because you were underage at the time, and at the venue I worked at, if you were underage, you didn't have re-entry because uh, it stopped kids from going out to the parking lots and getting drunk and coming inside and causing problems. Uh, obviously, you know, it didn't stop yeah. you from causing problems, but uh, I like I like the bravery and stuff like that. I really like that you went for it. Um, I'm 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 not afraid to look <laughs> right down the barrel. And say, you know what? If it happens, it happens. Oh my god! Phenomenal. Go also, we're using Zoom and we're all pretty poor, so we're not going to pay for it. Um, so yeah. we're going to have to stitch. <laughs> we have a forty minute. Yeah, we have a forty minute limit. Listen, okay, I've spent. <laughs> 
collectively on on content creation creating items, I've spent probably over five grand. So, um, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Uh, I'm not spending money on anything else. Um, so understandable. Well, I'm gonna have to stitch together some 40 minute uh, Zoom episodes. Uh, but I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? What what? Uh, you should probably introduce yourself. I didn't do that. Besides Jordan, um, rude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's okay. We know who your favorite is. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Right. It's Jordan. It's Jordan. Yeah. Is wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm the favorite. I don't think that that's a smart move, there, champ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jordan's the favorite, but I get to be moderator in your Discord server, and your TikTok, mm-hmm. and on your Twitch stream. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, I'm I, well, just the one that always tries to get banned. Yeah, always. Jordan's my favorite, but I trust you, Emerald, and Christina over Jordan. I was just going to say, I'm just here. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's 120% fair. Because if You're I my favorite, Christina. You're not my favorite. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, if I was a moderator, I would send out everyone saying that birds aren't real yeah that's fair that's fine uh that's kind of what i use the ever at everyone key in the discord for is to just fucking um yeah well at everyone for useless information uh so what do you guys want to talk about everybody tell an embarrassing story about yourself let's hear it jordan you first let's go Oh gosh. Okay, so uh, are there like are there like limits? Like are there No, like, there's not. Not okay. Uh okay, so n- yeah, there's no limits. Let's talk about let's talk about the time that I was at a music festival. And um this is embarrassing cuz I I blacked out and uh fair. I woke up and like my left boot was missing. Like, out of everything, my left boot. Amazing. I had my phone on me. I had my car keys on me. I had, like, everything else that I could possibly need to survive the weekend but my left boot. And I started walking around, and I was trying to find it. And uh, apparently, I had wandered into a campsite, and I had thrown up all over the campfire that they had started. At That's the so tight. And then um, they took off. I took off my boot because apparently I wanted to take a Snapchat picture of me holding toes with some random person. <laughs> and then I just left my boot there. This is so Jordan. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Also, they also were like, yeah, we smoked your pack of cigarettes, but like we went and bought more. So here's this for you. And I was like, that's great. I just need a cigarette, please. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, nothing like losing your left boot at a music festival. What music festival was this? Um, it was Electric Forest. Yeah, that sounds about right. I um, the only music festival I'll ever attend is the Gathering of the Juggalos, um, um for obvious reasons, because it sounds well, fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah, honest with you, yeah. it sounds phenomenal. Uh, but I don't know. I, EDM festivals aren't really like. They're cool, but honestly, if I wanted very to pinpoint it, yeah, it, like yeah, very, yeah, it's a select audience. Of yeah, people that it's will go a there. it's a targeted audience, and if I wanted uh, to go hang out with a bunch of wooks on acid for three days, I would uh, come hang out with me in Kansas City. Yeah, I would go to Kansas City or walk out my front door in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, okay, your turn, Christina. Let's go. 
I, um, when I was in seventh grade, this replays in my head a lot. It was in 2001, a long time ago. Amazing. I, it was Halloween. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love Halloween. Halloween's my favorite holiday. I've always like dressed up and this year I decided to be a clown. So I had to get those huge clown shoes. And I wore them to school. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. I was in the cafeteria. My friend Kelly and I were walking up to the front to go in line and order our food. And in the middle of the cafeteria, I was running. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea running clown shoes. I was running and I slipped and I fell. Like I fell face first, not backwards. I fell face first in front of the whole cafeteria. Whole nothing, nothing like some good old fashioned seventh grade humiliation. That's okay. Uh, awful. When I was in eighth grade, one time I had gym class, and it was like uh, a spirit week or something like that. And I don't know for some reason I had a cape on. I don't know why, but I did. Uh, and I was in gym class, and I was running to the locker room, and I slipped on my cape. And there happened to be the locker room door was propped open. And uh, I slipped on my cape, and b- b- both legs went between each side of the door, and I uh, <clears throat> hit myself square in the fucking balls on this door <laughs> uh, in front of the entire gym. So yeah. uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's great when this stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never hit yourself somewhere normal, like in like the knee. <laughs> yeah, always, it's always it's like it hones in on it. And oh it's yeah, like, it's a dr- it's a kill right shot. Kill show. Right, right in the, the couch. Gonad. In the couch. Yeah, in the old couch. couch. Yeah. Um, okay, Emerald, <laughs> let's hear it. I'm I'm trying to think of a story, and I don't I don't really have a good. Oh, okay. Story. My name's Emerald, and I've never been embarrassed in my entire life. Apparently, I'm heavily considering your role as admin <laughs> on the Discord server now. Photographic evidence. Um, I just not just, but. It was the first night going out after I'd had my daughter. So this was about three years ago. I obviously hadn't drank for nine months, but I thought I could still keep up. Of course. So I did a lot of shots. I drank a lot of beer. I ended up throwing up at the bar, which first time that ever happened to me, because usually I have more self-control. Um but my boyfriend finally dragged my drunk ass home, and I fell asleep on my porch. <clears throat> oh, no. I laid down on the ground on my porch, and baby daddy brought me a pillow and a blanket, covered me up and left. And our friend, he didn't our even friend was actually bring here looking up with baby daddy's sister. And, no, he didn't bring me inside. He just left me on the porch. What a power move. Sometimes you gotta, uh, no, okay. Sometimes you got to sleep on the porch because no. I... My sister was renting out this apartment, and like, well, she was renting out this attic space for from one of our friends, and I went to go drink with her, and uh, I really underestimated my ability to uh, keep up with my sister. She uh, she drank me under the table. <laughs> I fell asleep at nine a.m. on the front porch, and um, their neighbor actually came and tried to wake me up. Apparently, and I wouldn't move. <laughs> so knocked on the front door. <laughs> our friends answered it. And they um, they were like, "Oh my god, how long has he been out there?" And by this, <laughs> by this time, it was like three in the afternoon, and I was I was working my way towards the sunburn on the front porch. Of course. And um, 
yeah, I woke up and I was in a I was in a recliner and I go, wait, how did I get here? I remember being upstairs. They're like, <laughs> oh, you went downstairs, you smoked a cigarette, and you fell asleep for eight hours on the front porch. But, I was like, oh. Yeah, well, I, I mean, there are, sometimes you just, you're right, you just got to fall asleep on the porch. I remember, um, so I don't really drink that much, but in this, I wasn't even drunk when this happened, but um, I was visiting my parents' house from, I think I was in the Army at the time, and I, I came home. I was visiting my parents' house while I was on leave, and uh, I got home at, like, 4 in the morning because that's just what happens when I go to Tulsa. I get home at 4 in the morning every night. Um, and I realized I didn't have a key to our house because uh, it's been my first time away from the house and since forever since I was we moved there because I was, like, 18. Uh, but I didn't have a key to the house, and there was, like, a uh, an awning over our back patio, and if I could stack up some chairs, I could jump onto the awning and then jump into the bathroom window because it doesn't lock. Uh, but my pants were too tight, and I couldn't get my leg over the uh, the awning. So I just decided, fuck it, let's sleep on the back porch. And then I woke up covered in mosquito bites, and it was the worst. Uh, At least you didn't wake up with, um, how do I say this? With ruined drawers. (laughs) (laughs) Good old ruined ruined drawers. I'll defend myself for a second. I'm not having embarrassing stories. Um, When your boyfriend's mom that you've only known for less than a year watches you give birth, you kind of have no more shame. Yeah. At that point, you really don't. You just just... let things go. Yeah. That's completely understandable. Yeah, but I, I feel like, when did you have a kid? How old are you? I was 18 when I had my son. And so you went 18 years of your life without having an embarrassing moment. I don't know if I, I don't no. know if I uh, respect, I don't know if I can believe have that. You met Every day of my life is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, have you met me, though? Emerald is literally perfect. Yeah, I, I, can I guess. Full confidence. I See, guess. The reason why you trust Emerald with being a mod and not me, because she is not going to do anything that, We'll get everybody canceled. Whereas me, <laughs> it's, it's the shoot of the dice. <laughs> what I'm going to do every day. Because sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Can you just like not do this for five minutes? Just <laughs> at, at, at everyone in the Discord and call them the F slur. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Jordan, no! Um, not again! Not, yeah, not again! Someone's <laughs> gonna like make a TikTok about me, and it's gonna be like, "You'll never guess what happened in Discord." Not clickbait. <laughs> I, I can't wait! I can't wait till you get canceled on TikTok, so oh. I can, so I can defend so they- you. Um, no. I, no, I thought Aww. you were going to be like, so that I can just hop on it and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I'll defend you and then lose like a thousand followers, and I'll be like, just kidding, fuck him. I can't, lose my, no, I can't I lose my fan base. You know what, that's how I'll get my TikTok fame. I'll jump in and be like, look, I know the real tea. I was in the middle of this background. You have to trust me. Yeah. I'm quiet. We're gonna, I'm going to sw- change my YouTube channel over from a true crime YouTube channel to a drama. Uh, no. <laughs> Literally. So you're telling, you're telling me right now with full confidence that you have turned into killer team star. Yeah, basically. Oh. Basically. Uh, he said it's 
Killer <laughs> Keith <laughs> If I had a fucking dollar for every person who had came into a TikTok live and asked me if I was Keemstar. No, like, um, I did not know that that was a thing until yeah. the other day when I saw, like, four people come in and go, are you Keemstar? Yeah. And I was like, crying. I'm sorry, my me. favorite thing is still Hot Topic Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I also, Hot, Hot, Hot Topic Jake Gyllenhaal is also my favorite thing. See, I didn't know... I didn't know who Keemstar was until uh, until I joined TikTok. I didn't know. Yeah, I, there's a lot of people I didn't know existed until I joined TikTok. Um, I only knew Keemstar because he. I was very much a social media addict as a teenager. Yeah, and I, I remember. I remember him being like That's the me. first person that I've ever like heard of getting canceled because of what he did on the internet really yeah that's because like that's interesting he used to, he used to be very racially insensitive and also uh, yeah oh yeah that's jordan it's funny that you say that you were you were all you know really into social media when you were a teenager it did not exist when i was a teenager yeah christina did not know what social media was as a teenager. It was the uh, dial-up internet speed and uh, <laughs> call me after 9 p.m. because that's when the minutes uh, were Christina, free. Christina, you lie. We had AOL tablets. Yeah, so you guys had yes, AIM and not, fucking yeah, Zanga but that's and shit not, like that. What's Zanga? You know what Zanga is? No, I don't. Jeez. I know what Quizilla is. How embarrassing. Quite embarrassing. Do you Quite know what Quizilla is? Yes, I know what Quizilla is. I remember that oh. website. I'm not. That's I, because I'm cultured in the internet. You and I. I wrote a lot, a lot of fanfics on there, but they're all gone forever. So oh, they're all gone. Forever. No, I used to. That was my first like foray into fanfiction was Quizilla. Thanks uh, for dragging that. There is out. nothing <laughs> gone forever on the internet. You know that, right? Oh, it's gone. You cannot find it. Are I don't you even sure? remember. Um, I, I there tried. are websites that I archive tried. the entire internet, so um, I tried so hard to find it. I wrote fanfics on my chemical romance, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a lot a lot of it was Frank Aero. I was I loved him. And also William Beckett for some reason. Um and of that's course. all have I remember. Have you ever met William Beckett? I have not. He is an absolute sweetheart is what he is uh so oh, we had him he's an asshole you what i thought you were gonna say he's an asshole <laughs> worst person i've ever worked with like no, okay. so we had uh if you guys i know you guys know but if you listeners don't know uh we have emo nights here in the midwest uh it's sponsored by emo night la they're a company based out of la and they basically make money off people going to different states and playing emo music and DJing. It's a fucking genius idea. And it's such a good time. But I'm part of the Midwest team, uh, so if, you know, our country ever takes this pandemic seriously and we start touring again and you live in the Midwest, you may have a chance to see me. But we were in Kansas City at the Riot Room, and uh, we had William Beckett as our special guest. And uh, it was, he was such a sweetheart. He was such a nice guy. So before the show, we spent most of the time downstairs in the green room uh, practicing wrestling moves. And then, um, practicing yeah, wrestling yeah, moves. yeah, William Beck was That's what they're calling moves. it. Uh, yeah. And then, so, and then afterwards, afterwards, we all went back downstairs after the show had ended and we were pick, cleaning everything up. 
And I just remember being way too lit, way too too many drinks, too much mint, let me tell you, way too much mint. And I remember just mint. talking to William Beckett and him getting very political with me, like uh, not like in a bad way. He was just like, okay, I, thank he, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> <I was laughs> Let like, me oh. tell you what I think about Black Lives Matter. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. He was just like, as he was just like, as someone who's a veteran, what do you think about the military budget? and the military spending we do in this country. And uh, and I was just like, as someone who is a veteran has been in the military, I think we spend far too much on the military. Uh, I think we can definitely afford to cut some corners there. Um, but, yeah, that's that's basically all we talked about. But he is just a super nice guy. Uh, 10 out of 10, would work with him again. He's super sweet, very caring, um, and, you know, real down-to-earth individual. Well, I hope that you're able to find the fanfics I wrote about him. That way you can handle it. I would, dude, him. I would love to find the fanfic that you <laughs> wrote you about find William them, Beckett and then give them to, to him. You have to read them to us. <laughs> yeah, read them on live. You have to. Yeah, if, you I, have to. if I find them, I will, me- I will message our Emo Night DJ and be like, hey, this is going to sound weird, but I need to know if William Beckett would be willing to sit on a live stream with me while I read fanfic one of my people wrote about him oh, years and God. years and years ago. <laughs> Won't be able to find it. I could not find it. I was trying to find it to send them to you, um, and I couldn't find them anywhere. That's... I have a great fanfiction idea. Um, it will be uh, Snagston slash Teamstar. Uh, <laughs> twins, twins by chance, lovers by choice. Fuck. <laughs> Twins by chance, lovers by choice. Oh my god! I'll literally, I will. Where do you live again? Texas. I'll fucking drive to Texas, and I will beat you to death. Um, I if you... now I have to read it. Jordan, I really have to read it for you. I'm gonna outsource it because you know I can't write. Yeah, say so try to get a pilot. I can write. I can write. Send it to I'm, me. No, I'm not. I'm literally going to put, like, both of you as, like, I'm going to start it out as a fan fiction, and then I'm going to get it published as, like, a major novel series. Just and, like, like make dude, it, like, just like how, long. how Twilight started as a My Chemical Romance fan fiction. Exactly. Dude, yeah. And I'm gonna, like, literally, dude. it's so funny because, like, that always reminds me of, like, how if 9-11 didn't happen, then... Twilight wouldn't exist. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's insane to me that people don't uh, don't know that they don't know that Twilight is a direct uh, is a direct result of you know nine eleven My Chemical Romance. Just what a fucking banana story that is. Yeah. Um. But uh. Okay. What do we? What else do we need to talk about here? Um. This is not very structured. Uh, there was a lot I going on. I feel like we've come full circle. We're going to embarrass Bettina with her fan fiction. I know. But, yeah, I, I, we don't have that at hand. We don't have those on deck right now. We, uh... Yes. We're, uh... <laughs> Are you looking for... Are you searching them? Uh, well, Hold uh, out for part two, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for old Council Corner, um, where we dig up Christina's past and uh, criminal record and fan fiction. And, uh, I'm sure that my her. username was well past bedtime as well. Really, so. you've just kept up. I'm pretty. You've kept I'm the same sure username over the years. 
Uh, well past bedtime and X just LOL have been my username for a really long time. I guess I would have probably kept my username over the years if I knew how to spell back then. Um, I will tell you there was one that I did not keep that my best friend and I created to troll our school. What is it? What is it? Anal mermaid. Did anal, not keep that one. Anal mermaid? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. And we would just, you know, message people. What a what a what a um interesting combination. Uh, I, I thought so too. Something I about that makes, makes me think of the comment I left on that girl's video. Um, um the Beyblade comment. I always comment high on everybody's videos now because I realize that um Ever since you said I hate when people just comment high, I just do that uh, on everything. I don't. Okay, I don't hate when people comment high. I just don't know what the point is. I know you do it for satire purposes, but do I literally don't understand what the point is. Like, do you? What's What's the end goal? You're commenting high on a post that has like seven hundred comments. Um. I don't know what you want me to do with that. Uh, Just say hi back. I guess, yeah, I guess like, that's, I hey guess girl, that's what I got to start doing, yeah. How are the kids? Yeah. You doing good? Great. Just, Just, just like, do, like, a mental health check-in. Be like, so, we, are, we doing okay over there? That's a good, good. That's a good idea. Any I guess I should do that. Refills? Any apps? Yeah, I'll get you some crackers. I'll make you some sandwiches. Um, Snacks, some condoms. All right, you kids have fun. Yeah, have a good one, everybody. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I guess I should do that because uh, maybe that's what they want, and I, I'm a real people pleaser, you know. So I might as well. Um, mysteries of the fucking internet, apparently. Okay, so did what? What were we talking about? Christina's fan fiction. Uh, we were talking about fan fiction. People commenting high on my videos, Beyblades, let it rip. Um, oh, well, guess what we just got? We just got a gift from Zoom, and it says running out of time. We <laughs> removed the 40-minute time limit on your group meeting. You've re Wait, you've what? They just removed the 40-minute time on our group meeting for free. Oh, yeah, this meeting no longer has a time limit. Look at that. I thought nice. I just got a notification. <laughs> I thought it said, thanks for choosing Zoom. This meeting is no longer available. And I was like, all right, fuck, dude. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right, great. Thanks. Yeah, um, they smackled dwarfed us. We were like, man, we're going to have to we were gonna have to uh, <laughs> chop this thing up into two two bits and pieces. And Zoom was like, don't worry, you, you crazy bastard. Oh, shit, so, I've yeah. been taking notes for nothing. I guess, yeah, you have. You have been taking notes for nothing. Um, okay, well, I want to I wanna bring something into this. Okay. You kind of touched on this. Are there... I want to know your point of view on, like, what cancel culture is and what your thoughts on it are. And My point of view on cancel culture? Better. Yeah, I want to know your point of view on okay. it. Okay, um, so when I was, like, 13 and in my devil's advocate phase, um, I used to think that cancel culture was cancer to this country and that uh, it was the worst thing ever and cancel culture was stupid and it was just people being snowflakes and getting upset about everything. And then uh, I grew up and got educated as one does um, and I realized that cancel culture definitely has a place in society. Yes, it does. 
I 110% agree that cancel culture has a place in society, but I also understand that there are people who abuse the power of cancel culture. Um, but it's so weird that, and it's weird because it's one of those things where, where someone is like, the, the person who is completely against cancel culture is because they only pay attention to instances that it is abused. And, but if you talk to that person about any other subject like religion or political views or anything like that, they will tell you, yeah, this, these are the religious views I subscribe to, but I'm not like the extremists. You know, every religious sect has its extremists, but they won't apply that same, that same thought process to cancel culture. They just think that they just think it's toxic when in reality it's yeah, people, there are people who are going to abuse it because there's people who are going to abuse everything. You know, it's just, that's just how society works. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you're going to tell me I'm a bad person because I called you out for saying the N word when referring to a group of people. No, sir. That is not me being a bad person. That's just me calling you on your shit and you getting mad because you've never had anyone call you on your shit in your entire life. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that it has its place and I think it's, it, it can be used for good. It definitely can because, you know, um, another thing that people get upset about is like, oh, you know, they're trying to cancel everybody. No, we're not trying to cancel. We're not. Nobody's trying to cancel everybody. It's that now we have the technology and we have the power to hold you accountable for the things that you say uh, in the in the way that you think. And it's not like we're just going after anybody who doesn't fit our narrative. There are definitely people out there who don't fit our narrative. Uh, maybe someone that I don't particularly particularly agree with, but they're not, you know, saying racial slurs and shit like that. They're just someone I don't really agree with. Um, and also, I'm not going to dig 10 years into someone's past to look for something they said. And, for instance, like, if I go back and find, you know, people go through uh, individuals' tweets and shit like that, I'm a firm believer that people can change because I am a, a testament to that. I've definitely changed from the person I used to be. Uh, and I am all about forgiving people and letting them start a new start a new basically uh, as but that as long as you exhibit some forms of change and some forms of of you know showing that you are changing to be a better person. Um, I will completely forget about your past as long as I see you working to be a better person and getting rid of those toxic viewpoints on the world. Um, but if I don't see you changing as a person and you are still, uh, saying the same, same shit you were saying 10 years ago, acting the same way you were acting 10 years ago, yes, I'm going to bring up your past, um, and to, to show you that you haven't changed at all, um, there's definitely, you know, I mean, it's definitely has its place in our society, especially now in our age of technology and age of uh, having literally every fucking thing at our fingertips. Um, it's it's very useful to us, and there are going to be people who abuse it and who try to cancel somebody for every little thing. Uh, but if you are someone, you know, who is listening to this and doesn't believe in cancel culture... Uh, I have a feeling that maybe it's because you're only looking at the extreme parts of it and not where it's actually put to good use. Yeah. And I think, like, some of the more toxic 
I think some of the more toxic traits behind it are essentially like the vendettaism behind it on the internet. Like instead of people not giving the platform to the people who are doing these cancelable offenses, they're deciding to take it into their own hands to exact vengeance. Yeah. In a sense. And I think that that in and of itself is just as divisive as the things that people are getting canceled over. Like, when it's not being used to an extreme, like, instead of giving them the, like, interaction and giving them more of a platform to say all of these things, just stop giving them the attention. Stop giving them a place to spread hateful messages or other things. Because, like, I think a lot of people, they don't want someone to be gone. They want someone to... They, like, want to feel good for putting someone down who's done bad. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, they want to feel good for putting someone down who's done bad. I, feel, I get that. I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people do it because it makes them feel better. And it's also because they don't want them to go away. They just want them to, they just want to make them feel bad while also making themselves feel good. Because uh, yeah. we kind of have this, we kind of have this addiction, especially, you know, in, in, a, in a digital age of, instant gratification so you know you comment on someone's video who's saying some off the wall stuff uh you comment on their video like oh you're a piece of shit you should kill yourself this that and the other you instantly feel good because you feel like you're telling this to someone who actually deserves it um and you feel like they're going to feel bad because the comment you left on their video um when in reality honestly if someone's posting shit like that on the internet they don't care they don't care at all um but it's definitely another form of instant gratification as well. Um, and the thing is, I agree, you know, if you are wanting someone to, if you're wanting someone, um, you shouldn't, what's the fucking words I'm looking for? You shouldn't even pay any attention to them instead of just giving them, you know, negative attention. You shouldn't give them any attention because, at the end of the day, attention is attention, and it's going to get them more views, more, it's going to get them seen by more people, uh, the more you give them attention, and the, like, the best thing to do is just not give them any attention, but that's not how this works. Someone who is being a dick on the internet or saying some off-the-wall shit, well, like, Takashi69, for instance, everyone apparently hates him, but, you know, he still gets fucking mad attention. Yeah. Harris Hilton. I'm pretty sure it was Paris Hilton said it best. No press is bad press. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exposure is exposure. At the end of the day, if people see you, they see you. And no matter what, it's still the attention that you need to continuously do what you're doing. Yeah, and as long as uh, people people keep keep, uh, your name in their mouth and in their head, you're, you're... you're going to get good exposure no matter what because, you know, it's, it's exposure. I think it's kind of like it's almost like it's a narcissist, like, breeding ground. Like, they feed off of the attention no matter how negative it is. And these narcissistic personality types are, like, put into such places of power, like, on TikTok or on YouTube or on any of these major platforms. And then they'll do, like, out-of-pocket stuff and have little to no repercussions because people will still interact with them and they just see that as attention coming towards them. Like, they don't see themselves as doing anything bad. They just got exactly what they wanted. Yeah. They got you to get mad and now you're giving them all the attention in the world. No matter how negative it seems to you, it's 
attention to them. That's all they want. And it's like those people who do the fucking uh do like pranks and stuff like that when in reality they're just kind of laughing at someone else's expenses like someone who goes goes to um a restaurant and smashes one of the salt shakers and then pours salt all over the table um when the waitress picks up the salt shaker or something like that and you know they're they know what they're doing is kind of fucking mean and but they know it's going to get people to engage uh, to either say, you know, that was a dick move of you, this, that, and the other, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's getting attention, and they're that's what they want. They want to get attention. Um, and the best course of action is to ignore those people, but that will, as long as it's being posted on the Internet, there will literally never be uh, an instance where someone gets completely ignored when they do something wrong because someone is always going to have to say something about them because not only... Uh, it gives them that instant gratification that they feel like they're doing good in the world. It's human nature. We always feel like we need to have the last word in order to win. Oh, but, yeah. Like, sometimes it's better to just stay quiet and not say anything. Yeah, at all. exactly. Which... Okay, well, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Um, what color shape do you feel today? What color shape do I feel today? Um... I feel. This is a question for all of you. Uh, I don't know. I feel. I don't know. Tired's not a shape. Um, I feel droopy. It's not a shape, but oh, that's how I feel. I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a like a uh, an aquamarine rhombus for you. I that's like a that. good yeah, one. Yeah, aquamarine rhombus. I can. I can dig that. I can definitely dig that. Okay, Christina. What color shape do you feel today? Color shape. Yeah, what color shape? <laughs> um, I definitely feel red today. I don't... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe in the form of drops. Dro- red drops. Okay, so red, drop. red drops. Perfect. Love that. Emerald, how are we feeling today? I don't know. Maybe like a plum square. Okay. I'm wow. very tired and basic. Oh, okay, that got political, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> wow, no need to get super political on the podcast. This isn't a yeah. this isn't a political oh podcast. Did you hear her? She said a plum square. A plum square, dude. Pretty spicy. Sounds pretty spicy to me. I mean, I like purple. It makes me happy. Same. I sent you guys that TikTok, right? Where that that guy is like, uh, that guy is like. He's like, uh, Gun Girl's mom, Tamagotchi lasagna yes. says wearing masks is gay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to call her anything except Tamagotchi lasagna. Yeah, it's like, again. let's look at the science. And then him staring at the science book is so fucking funny. And then he's like, uh, I love his TikTok. Yeah, he's so funny. And he's like, uh, uh, wearing a mask uh, decreases the transmissions of COVID. Trans. Missions, pretty spicy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I think it's just a dead hand. That's my kind of humor. Oh yeah, yeah. Same. There's a there's a character that I came up with. Um, if you, I don't know if you remember, I posted a video, but it's the guy who has the knife attached to him that wakes him up if he dozes off. Um, I did that. It's not on my TikTok anymore because it got taken down for guide the. Uh, violating community guidelines uh because tiktok is fucking uh too dangerous Pee-wee Hutt no, I guess I missed that one. um mega weenie hut jr when it comes to guns and knives <laughs> and everything 
but since the coldest water bottle hit me up and like asked me to do something for their influencer program because they're asking a ton of fucking people. I hate saying that because it's like I, I don't want you to think that I feel special because of that because I know they're asking everybody. Um, yeah, but there's it's no other deal, there's no other way to for to describe it for me. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, it's cool, but it's not like you know I ain't fucking special or nothing. But I'm gonna fire the bottle they sent me out of a potato cannon uh, to see how it no. pairs up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait. Braxton, were you the one that got, you guys got like a potato launcher or something? Yep. And you and all of your mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. With his yeah. family. With my yeah. Brothers, yeah. I think that's literally the the, t- the first TikTok of yours that I ever really? saw. Really? That's an like, old one, man. That was a long time I was like, ago. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Oh, you want to know how I found you? Yeah, let's Maxton? hear it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our fighting uh, stories. It's your boots. Your boots. My boots? You were in your Sailor Moon costume. And you're off frame, and you just kicked your fucking thigh high boot into frame, and I'm just like, follow, oh, done. Yeah, I love yeah. this. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Definitely. <laughs> and then I... literally that night, you went live, and you were doing a tarot reading, and I joined, and you like, I cried. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was <laughs> oh, your card for me. Like, I remember you flipped over my card. You were silent for a minute, then you looked up, and you were just like. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? Yeah, your life's all you? fucked up, dude. Uh, oh my god! I'm tearing in a minute, dude. <laughs> um, so draining. Yeah, they're fucking exhausting, especially doing like a full spread for the astrological signs. Oh my god, dude, super fucking draining. Wait, <laughs> let me let me say this real quick before I forget it. But I had a a video idea for the uh coldest water bottle and it's gonna be me and goose and i'm gonna be like uh here at coldest water bottle they work on one thing and one thing only combating the heat uh with these new insulated coldest water bottles by coldest water bottles and then i'm gonna be like you want some and i'm gonna hand it to goose and he's gonna take a sip and he's gonna be like is this soup and i'm gonna be like sure it's cold isn't it and then it's gonna (laughs) cut to um uh, just a picture of the water bottle. <laughs> and that's it. Um, Do it. Okay, I have a question. What are your big three? Everybody. My what? Your what? big three. Big like, I need what? you to be more specific. Bears, like meets, sun, Galactica. moon, and rising. Yeah. Wait, say that again? Sun, moon, and rising. Oh. Uh, I think, I don't know. I don't know. What are my big three? I think I'm like uh, an Aquarius times two with some Cancer in there. I think. I am a Pisces sun with a Capricorn moon, but I can't remember. I think Aries maybe, but I've got to look. I've got my chart saved. That explains why you're so perfect. (laughs) In case case you guys were wondering, not you guys because you already know, but the people listening, um... I was born on January 31st at 3.33 p.m. I don't know what that translates to my chart, but I've been told it's two Aquarius. Text it to me, and I, or message it to me, and I will get your chart done. I did it once, and then I forgot. I forgot to save it. Um, well, I'll save it and have it for reference. Thank you, because uh, Lord knows I won't. I won't save it anywhere. What's your fucking three there, Jordan? Um, okay, so I'm an Aries sun, uh, Scorpio rising. How quirky and, of you. And an Aquarius moon. 
How quirky. Oh my god. Quirky girl hours. Quirky, quirky girl hours. Uh, uh, did Christina already say hers? No. Okay. I'm waiting for Christina. Oh yeah. Go Christina. Uh, Jesus. <coughs> Gemini, Sun, Cancer, Moon, and Leo rising. Sounds emotional. I'm very emotional. Yeah, I'm I very tell. sensitive. <laughs> My big three just pretty much describes how I'm the smartest crackhead that I've ever met. You know, That's fair. like um, I my my <laughs> chart just I'm just an alien, um, which is cool. There's with a lot me. of Aquarius there. That's yeah. a lot to unpack yeah, in and of it's itself. A, it's, a double Aquarius. It's, <laughs> That's it's a hefty. lot to talk about it's already. Lot, yeah, it's a lot to. Well, it's a big load to take. Let me tell you. Uh, I'm a crybaby with a bathroom. Not... <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear about the time that I got insanely drunk at a bowling alley in El Paso, Texas? Ooh, can we tell drunk stories? Yes, we can. We don't have those. any comment. We don't have any content fleshed out. So we've got about 15 minutes until we hit the hour mark, and we'll probably stop it at the hour mark. Uh, and then. Definitely next Coven Corner. We're gonna have to come up with some stuff because uh, yeah, to minimize have, dead like, air. That's what I was. That's what I was asking. I was like, damn. I was like, we're just. I mean, some Christina. We were. We were coming up with. We were coming up with things prior to, but two people decided to keep popping in and out. Who is couldn't, that? Couldn't. Hmm. Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> I had things listen, to do. I'm sorry. Listen. We are very good at playing yeehaw with the fuck around gang. Yeehaw with the really, fuck around gang, yes. You're both really good at frustrating me. Yeah, for I'm sorry. Listen, Same. I'm like, it's the mom. Aggravating. It was, I'm definitely, like, the mom of the group. It was content editing and release day. I had. I was busy. I was a busy bean. Busy bean. I am very <laughs> um, and antagonizing. I yeah. admit to that. So, anyway, uh, drunk stories. Let's okay. go. So, I don't really drink that much i don't drink i and even in the army i didn't really drink that much like i did like i would go out and have a beer with my friends like every fucking day of the weekend but i really like didn't get shit face drunk it's just not my thing uh i like having my wits about me you know what i'm saying um and there's some past there's some trauma there with alcohol anyways so uh this was before the initial alcohol trauma but so i was hanging out with my friend uh, one of my BFFs, Maddie. Just kidding. His name is Matthew. But um, I was like, "What do we?" You know, he was like, "What are we doing tonight?" And I was like, "Well, my buddy Hendrickson, who is used to be my friend, um, my buddy Hendrickson said he's gonna pick up some two of his friends, and then we're gonna meet up at the bowling alley, and then we're gonna meet Hennig and Walton there as well. I think we were meeting Walton there. I can't remember. Yeah, we were meeting Walton there. But uh, Hennig, we we're meeting. So it was gonna be me. Uh. Matthew Smith. I'm just going to call him Smith because these dudes were with me in the army, so I just referred to them in the last name. And then Hennig, Hendrickson, uh, Walton, and then apparently Hendrickson's two friends that he was bringing. Um, so I get a text from Hendrickson, and I'm like, okay, you know, he said he's ready. Let's go meet him at the bowling alley. So we get to the bowling alley. Unbeknownst to I, the person that Hendrickson had picked up was my ex-girlfriend and one of her friends. Uh, That's yeah, I don't know why he don't know why he did that, but uh, <laughs> probably because he's not a good friend. He was never a good friend. Uh, so 
I'm like, this is immediately not cool, so I'm just going to immediately start drinking. Yeah, um, that's always the first move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, always just the first. Throwing them back. Yeah. <laughs> so we get like a couple pitchers of beer, and uh, I start drinking a lot, like a ton. And I'm getting pretty fucking shit-faced. And like to the point, like I'm not really like, if you're out of line, I'll tell you you're out of line. But if like you have wronged me in some way, uh, but not enough to where I feel like I need to like threaten you over it, I just like, I'm like, whatever, dude, I don't even care. Uh, I'll just never for like I'll you know I'll just fucking cut you off. It is what it is. I don't really get confrontational about it because I don't I feel like it's useless. Uh, this yeah. was not the case that night. Um, but what had happened was me and this girl had this thing, and then I was like hella serious about her. Uh, if I I've told you guys the story about the uh, small child that I had to go pick up at an elementary school, right? Um, no, I don't know the story. How do you, you don't know that story? Oh my god! No. Okay, I'll tell that one after this. Um, but fuck. Okay, well, I was super into this girl, and I did a lot of things for her, and she was not into me, and she just flirted with a bunch of guys on Twitter, and it pissed me off. Um, very nice girl though. I don't want to make it sound like she's not a good human being, but I'm just you know this was my feelings at the time. Uh, I had to speak in my truth, so. I started drinking very heavily, and I remember this is all I remember from the actual bowling alley is her talking to somebody, and she, you know, one of her friends that she brought, and she was like, oh, I'm actually a nice person, and then I just remember me sitting down next to her and being like, you're also a fucking liar, uh, and then she came up to me a couple minutes later and was like, you and I need to talk, and I was like, you need to fuck off immediately. Um, oh. and yeah, uh, and then somehow Hennig walked up to Hendrickson and said, Hey, uh, you Braxton wants to fight you. You need to leave. And I never said that. I never said I wanted to fight him. I never said, oh. uh, I wanted to engage in physical combat with him or anything of the sorts. That was just something Hennig said. I don't know why he said it, but it got him to leave. So that was cool. Um, and then we, they left. So, uh, Walton got very drunk and Hennig had to take him home. I have tons of good drunk Walton stories. Um, he's my favorite person to ever see get intoxicated. And, uh, but anyway, so Hennig takes Walton home. So it's just me and Smith and we go to this fucking bikini bar next door, uh, to the bowling alley. And I don't remember much because I had already drank like pretty much a pitcher of beer to myself. And then we went to this bikini bar and I had like, four or five Irish car bombs. Uh, oh, and, God. Yeah, <laughs> very heavy in the old tummy. And uh, I, we, I remember us going outside, and I remember Smith was talking to this girl, and he was, like, hitting on her. And then he ran his fingers through my hair, and I just remember being like, I'm a real handsome guy, ain't I? Uh, and then I was like, I need to go to my car. And I went out to my car, and I laid in the back seat, and then I threw up all over the parking lot and then oh no and then went and yeah. laid in my back seat and I remember like an hour later Smith comes to my car and I give him my keys which was not a good idea because he was hammer drunk too and I just remember him hitting a curb on the way out of the parking lot and he just oh, like looked yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just started laughing and I was like oh this is not good I was like this is not I good been at like, all. Oh. <laughs> I would have been like oh fuck I'm gonna fall asleep if I don't wake up yeah, you know dude. what <laughs> Gonna go meet Jesus tonight. Um, no, Jesus is just gonna kiss you on the forehead. Yeah, gonna give me uh, right um, 
but yeah, that was a good night. But that girl that I was talking about, I did some, I did a lot of things for her. And one of those things was, uh, one day she hit me up and she was like, Hey, me and my, uh, coworkers are at a, she worked at a daycare. Um, she was like me and my coworkers are at like this, you know, coworker bonding thing. You know how stores do that. Like they're like, Oh, let's go out oh, to yeah. the, do, the, do this little activities together, whatever. She was like, I'm doing these activities with my coworkers, and one of my coworkers' husband was supposed to pick their kid up from school, but he got really drunk in, during the day and can't drive to pick her up. Can you pick her up? And I was like, yeah, sure, I got you. No worries. I'm, I, of oh course, I will do anything for you. Um, so I was simping hard. And, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you were, you're going to go pick up her coworkers. Kid. Yeah. Okay. But Probably. this is the thing. This is the thing. I was expecting to pick up like a middle schooler or something, you know, someone, a child, child, someone like that, it. someone that could have been contacted and been like, Hey, uh, there is a man, a white guy coming to come pick you up. And oh, just, yeah. just letting you know, oh, no. that was not the case. It's so I, vibe. it's the white van vibe for me. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, show up to this elementary school, uh, and uh. yeah, and I've realized that I'm at an elementary school, and I'm like, this is not good. This is not good at all. And she texted me, and she was like, this is what she's wearing. She's wearing a pink shirt and like an Elsa princess backpack, and her name. This is her name. Sounds uh, like a kidnapping, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Uh, no, a hundred percent. So I was like, okay, um, I'm gonna go with, with that, it. No matter I, how. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna roll with it. Act like I belong. So I. She's like, they get out of school at this time, and that time rolled around, and nobody was coming out. So, like, maybe I gotta go. Maybe I need, I need to go inside and talk to somebody. Uh, oh my god! To no, minimize to minimize what is happening. So I walk into the school, and nobody's there. I just walk around, and nobody's nobody is there to stop me. Uh, which is fucking El Paso. You are too trusting of your citizens. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, because I could have done awful things and, you know, it would not have been minimized because nobody was there to stop me. Anyways, uh, nobody's there. So I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll go back up to the front and wait. So I walk up to the front. Hold on. Oh, sorry. How do you on? Um, I walk back up to the front and finally kids start walking out and I'm like, okay, I guess I need to be on the lookout for this child. Keep in mind, I didn't look like how I do now. Like, if I looked like how I do now, probably would have been. Um, uh, it probably no, would've... if you looked like that, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, my God, yeah. this dude's about to shoot up. It would have been on lockdown. Yeah, like, they would have called the police immediately. They would call the, They would lock down 20 blocks. Yeah. <laughs> there would be SWAT teams. The Army would probably pull up in a tank ready oh, yeah. to go. I, not, I would not be surprised. But uh, that I was a very clean-cut, shaven, Army-looking kid. So uh, they probably just thought my stepdaughter went to that school or something. But I eventually I found this child because there was a swarm of kids walking out and walking to their parents' cars, and I was like, are you so-and-so? And then some kid would be like, no. And I'd be like, okay, sorry to bother you. Um, and then uh, I would be, you know, just go down the line until I found the kid I was looking for. And then finally I find the child that uh, in question, and I'm like, hey, my name is so-and-so, and your mom told me that your dad couldn't come pick you up. It was a very, like, 
what, what, exactly. what a kidnapper yeah. would say to you 101. Exactly. This is literally what they warn you about. Like, yeah. I would have never got with some you. strange yeah. white man comes up to you and tells you to get in his car because your mom told you that yeah. no, no, absolutely. he's her friend and you need to get in there. Like, um, first thing I would do is be like, my mom doesn't have any friends. Yeah. So <laughs> no, it was definitely... Um, by the books, what uh, a kidnapper would say to you to get you into his vehicle. Uh, but she did not question it. She got into my car, which also alarmed me. Uh, I was like, yeah. you should you should question everything that someone says to you that you don't know. Um, yeah. And then... Red yeah, red oh, flag. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and so I get to... Uh, we get to my the girl I'm talking to, her work, and her and her co-worker are not there. They're still at this little... Um, this little retreat thingy, and luckily the the girl I was talking to at the time was one of those Disney girls who was super into Disney. Uh, oh, so no. I had oh, a no. full <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I know now. So I had a full playlist of I, Disney I, songs on my phone. Uh, I can't. I literally can't believe <laughs> that hard. Because to top it all. To top it all off. She was a Disney girl. Ah, dude, trust me. I know. I know. My mom is a Disney girl. the best thing I think I've ever heard. Um, (laughs) I'm going to keep this in my back pocket, you know? It was bad. (laughs) I thought thought it was good. I thought it was meant to be because we smiled at each other in the mall. And then we're we're talking to each other in Spencer's. Um, I'm gonna send you a picture, and it's gonna, it just I don't know why, but it just reminded me of that, and it was like things to do, things to look out for when you're engaging with a spiritual person that are red flags. It's it's the Disney, and one yeah. of them is the uh, is the twin flame syndrome, oh, where like God. you'll find someone at a festival and like you'll look at each other deeply in the eyes, and then like oh, you're yeah. in a toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I was 18 years old, man. I didn't know any better. I didn't okay. understand. You know my, my girlfriend had cheated on me when I was at basic training, uh, and I was pissed off at the world, and I didn't know what was happening. Uh, what do you do when you're pissed off at the world? Yeah, Go you date a Disney, Disney girl. girl. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> you date a Disney girl through and through. That's what oh you got to do. Um, oh, shit, I'm sorry, Toothless. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was not good. I yeah, she was sleeping, and I reached my hand back and accidentally hit her. (laughs) It was a bad time, uh, for everybody. And then she joined the air force and got married and doesn't talk. I don't. We just didn't. We had a falling out. That's what happened. It's definitely what happened. You know what? And sometimes that happens. Sometimes people just don't vibe with each other. Yeah, and it was it was super. It was all fun and games in the beginning, and then. Uh, we were having a great time with each other, but she was just like, you know, like simping for these guys on Twitter that she knew. And I, you know, I didn't use Twitter at the time. I only went on Twitter to make myself angry from watching her flirt with these dudes on Twitter. And uh, eventually I was like, I'm like, my blood pressure is at an all time high right now uh, because I'm about to fucking shoot these individuals uh but i'm about to i'm about to punch a hole in the wall (laughs) someone protect their drywall (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, sorry that was i didn't mean to go on that tangent what were you saying christina no i i asked i was gonna say does this have anything to do with your previous your like most recent tiktok that you posted which one oh no um no that one was just that was the ski mask one was something that i 
thought of while listening to that song. That song that I used as the song for the TikTok by Conan Gray. I thought of that okay. TikTok because of that song. I'm actually not like that as an ex. I am the most uh I used to be like that. Definitely. Definitely used to be like that. Uh but now I am the most I do not give a fuck ex. Um if we break yeah, up. So the two extremes. Yeah, the two extremes. It's called growth. It's called wow, we didn't work out and that's okay. Yeah, it happens. That's it the happens. point I hit. I used to be the crazy ex that would like follow people around. Like Oh my god. But, like, <laughs> I when I was like eighteen, I had a boyfriend for like three years at this point. You know, we just I just realized we just didn't work out and I stopped being crazy and then it's like we switched roles. Like he got crazy. And then he like as soon as I stopped paying attention to him, he needed my attention. For uh, yeah, I that's that's usually how it goes though. As, as once you stop giving the attention to somebody they're like, oh, I really crave it now. Like I, I, for, I didn't know I needed that. Um, yeah. And it's 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 wild. No, definitely. Um, I'm like, I'm not like a, I won't. Okay, I won't fucking put up a front. I am a kind of like, don't really give a fuck X, but it depends on the person that you. It depends on how our relationship was, I guess. Uh, I'm all. I'm very sad at the end of my relationships. Don't get me wrong. Even if I know they've played their course, I do definitely get quite sad but if i if i fully understand that it's for the best that we're not together i get over it pretty quickly but uh, i will still go through my grieving process well yeah it's a lot it's fucking even even my recent ex like i cried and then i realized like i i was very courteous about it and i told him i was like listen i was like if you ever stop being mad at me like you know where i am i hope you the best yeah he it's been two years now and this man still has. I live rent free in his head. I live rent free, <laughs> and I don't know why. Absolutely, that's amazing though. That's the best. It's like, mm. uh, babe, are you okay? You haven't touched your Baja Blast. <laughs> uh, I feel like you, Christina, and Emerald have not talked. What's 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 the deal here? I mean, the two of you are just vibing, and like Jordan's asking you questions, and you're well, answering his questions, and like we're just listening and chilling. I'm just processing everything that just happened. It's a lot. Because I'm someone who's had stalkers, and I have had people who oh. have like not. Same. I'm not saying like, like, I've had a stalker who wouldn't let I've go. Been, yeah. So, not until like recently, until I've like got this like tiny bit of fame. I don't. I don't want to say I've had like stalkers, but I've had definitely had people recently that, um, that really, really, really. I don't know how you do are, it. Some I don't know how you do done it. Done for my They're, attention. They like, are very forward yeah, in your lives. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's okay. That's fine. Lives, I try to like <laughs> keep it respectful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so disrespectful in the <laughs> I'm constantly roasting him. I'm like, you're so dumb, dude. Oh, it's amazing. Like, um, but but I'm I've never... But, like, before this, I've never really... There was one person I did have in, like, middle school who uh, who definitely was, like... I'm not going to say their name because I, I haven't talked to them in probably 10 years. I don't know how they are as a person. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so... But there was, like, this person somehow got my number from one of their friends, and they started, they would, like, always text me, and I was, like, you know, I was being friendly and would text them. Uh, I had never talked to them in real life. We went to, I, we I, went 
I went to alternative school, but like the, you know, we were in the same school district and when we would have assemblies at the big school, I would go to those. But other than that, I never talked to this person. I've never seen this person, but they got my number. Uh, and it got to the point where they were texting me, uh, and being like, nobody knows you like I do. Um, nobody can be your friend like I can and stuff like that. And I was just like, you know, I, and, and I was, yeah. Oh yeah. I will. It was. And I I was at the point now where I didn't give a fuck. And I was like, well, you know, Jake's, Jake's kind of my best friend. So I don't know what you're thinking that we're best friends. It was not, it was a very dickish thing to say. Uh, but it really, it really was, uh, kind of terrifying. Boundary setting things. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm probably the only one here then that, well, so I didn't date anyone until I was in college. Oh, like I oh. didn't, I, I kissed, the first time I kissed someone, I was 18 years old. Really? What are you, Mormon? I no, I know no one asked me out. First time I kissed someone, I was in like the fourth grade. No one asked me out. Yeah, I was like in the third grade when I had my first kiss. Uh, Okay, well, the first time someone asked me out, I was in first grade. His name was Kevin Smith. And he comes up to me in class and he's like, hey, Christina. I'm like, hey, Kevin. And he goes, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I said, Kevin, we are too young for this. This is too early. Oh, (laughs) you were so woke at such an early age. It was in first grade and that I never dated anyone until I was in college and when I was in college I asked everyone out hell yeah like dude. I always ask I mean that's out. good I, still I do mean, that. I'm still that way that I mean I guess that makes you like I guess you can handle the the repercussions of dating at it and more maturely yeah um, I respect that. I mean I still cry yeah duh we all do <laughs> I still cry all the time but definitely you handle them better as like a 13 year old kid who doesn't know why, why they're feeling the way they feel. Um, and no one will tell you what it means because, yeah, you know, you know what I'm getting yeah. at. Uh, my I've own, been in like two relationships. Yeah, no, I've been in my quite a few life. relationships. Uh, I've been in. I was in the closet. So, like, that's my first. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The, closet. Um, the other ones, they don't really count because, like, I was dating girls. And... Gross. You <laughs> whispered. Yeah. <laughs> as if you I didn't like want other... the podcast that's going on the yeah. internet to hear you like, uh, I maybe I shouldn't to hear me. <laughs> well we heard you um, I was trying but like no whenever they would try and kiss me or like do anything like I would be physically repulsed by it and like I didn't know why and then like I realized I was like oh I like men that was it for me that's and fair then, and what I found out, no one else likes men. And I was like, I'm good with being single. I'm good with it. That's fair. I, I can just, understand that. I just lived on Tumblr and, like, lived through other people. Yeah. Like, and then I was in one relationship, like, two years ago, and that's pretty much been it. Like, really? I'm not serious about stuff like that. Not me. Just just celebrating my 10-year anniversary. Yeah, good oh. lord. You know, good for you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. That's great. I had, uh, I don't know, I I had been in quite a few relationships, but also I was just like a stupid kid who didn't know anything. Like, I had like an, a quite the, uh, his, like an elementary school history of being an asshole. 
but I was also like, I was an okay kid. Uh, I remember I had this friend named Kim. Uh, I don't know where you are now, Kim, but you were always a real one. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're a real yeah, mother. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Kim, dude. Uh, that bitch. Um, yeah, that bitch. Let me tell you. So I remember one time we were on the playground and uh, we used to have like the, the elementary school used to have like little cubby holes in the walls where the teacher's windows were to the classroom and you could see across to like another classroom and then you could see outside where the little cubby hole was. And I remember that Kim was crying in between one of these cubby holes. And I was like, Oh no, what happened, man? Like Kim's my homeboy. Like, you know, maybe I just thought he was my homeboy. We didn't really talk that much, but we were still, I still considered us friends. So I was like, yo, Kim, what's going on dog. And he was crying because this kid, Patrick called him a communist. And oh my god, I didn't know yeah. what Kim was Asian too. If you didn't get that, wait, uh, how old were you? I we were like, I, I don't know, dude. We were probably this is probably like fourth or fifth grade, okay. Um, I didn't know what a communist was though, so um, but it was enough to make Kim cry. Uh, and I had no clue what a communist was, but I knew <clears throat> it couldn't have been good. Or you know, it in, in Kim's eyes, it couldn't have been good because it was enough to make him cry. Uh, Patrick was someone that I had a bullied in the past. So I was like, Oh, I'll go take care of this right now. Um, so I, this is on top of a hill as well. This little cubby hole was, so I spotted Patrick down by the swings and, uh, I got a running start on top of this hill, ran all the way down. Uh, I was just fucking moving. I was hauling ass. Like you want to see some real speed bitch? Like that was me right then and there. Um, Jumped over the small divider that that divided the grass to the sand in by the swings and just fucking full on WWE speared Preston in the back and shoved his face into this coarse hot sand from on a on a long summer's day. Oh um, my god! Yeah, it was, dude. Yeah, uh, you were out for blood. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the problem was, but I knew if it's enough to make someone cry then it's got to be bad. Uh, and then you should hurt people that make your friends cry. I beat up somebody in fourth grade for making a friend cry. Fuck yeah, dude. We, we love children violence. I warned him not to break my friend's heart again, and he broke her heart again. Oh, so I ran him down and beat his ass. I don't know. He cried. I don't know if that's... Uh, children no, violence girl power. yeah i guess no, that, yeah okay no. that's girl power Emerald, yeah, yeah. no i i full tackled this kid and started wailing on him give... uh, we got turned to the principal's office and she was lecturing me she's like look i understand why you did it but you can't do this um, did anybody get into fights in high school yeah nope no yes jordan, very much. of course I jordan did i mean you were all a, the time you were a uh gay guy in high school that was probably I was also fucking... five foot and yeah. I was ready to fight anybody. I would fight football players. I would oh fight yeah, everybody. same dude. Oh my god. So uh um, I would just be at it. I dude, would throw hands I was out like, for if blood. you got something to say to me, it's on Skype. Immediately, dude. I was like a I little I was a little emo kid, so obviously like I got made fun of. Um and I did not Pick care who out. you were. I would fucking fight you. It did not matter. Uh I grew up it's with four brothers who beat the living shit out of me. So um, it was on site. I think the first fight I got into was in seventh grade um, with this kid 
who we got into a fight over the dumbest shit. It was like I was like a little emo kid and he was a little preppy kid and that was the only reason we fought is because we were from two different subcultures apparently. Uh, but we fist fought in the locker room in gym class for first hour. Uh, but I would definitely uh, there was there was many of times that I I think there was one time I challenged the entire football team to a fight uh, because one of them walked up to my friend that I was walking to the bus to go home with and he he was like hey go up to this girl and say this and it was like some dumb like cheesy pickup line and I like stopped him and I was like don't do that like that's kind of like offensive like she's gonna think you're a fucking creep. Uh, and then the football player kid was like, why don't you mind your own fucking business? And I was like, well, you know, my friends are my fucking business. And then all of his little football player buddies showed up and they started talking shit. And I was like, what's up motherfuckers? Like, let's go outside and handle this. Uh, and I'm glad that they did not follow through with their threats. Cause I would have gotten my ass beat. Um, but that's the only time, you know, I've ever really just challenged more than 10 people to a fight and didn't get the shit kicked oh, out of me. I challenged this kid, he was a football player, obviously, but I, he was in my gym class, and I got tired of him running his mouth. So I said, you know what, I ran into him right before we went to the gym, and I said, you know what, if you want to deal with this, let's do it right now. I pull him into the bathroom, and I said, you are all this talk when everybody else is around, but you won't say shit when we're alone. So I kicked the doorstop under the door, and I was like, you know what we're going to do? We're either going to settle this right now, or we're going to fight it out. Which one are we going to do? Did you fight? Well, push comes to shove, he won't talk to me. I, I started hitting him. I just started <laughs> going at him. Like, it was my business. Just immediately started um, fighting him. Like, no, I was literally, I was, like, waiting. I was like, are you going to say anything? Like, are we going to stop this? And then he just, like, was sitting there, and he was trying to act all tough. He was like, no, no, bro, I'm not going to say anything, bro. Like, I'm going to keep doing whatever the fuck I want to. So I said, okay. <laughs> and I just started going at it. I was like, dude, I sometimes. Fall, but Here's it. Yeah, sometimes. So we ran into some technical difficulties, which I think that's just the universe's uh, way of saying just stop fucking talking. Um, so um, we're gonna end this here. Uh, we're we're definitely gonna do more Coven corners in the in the future. We're a hundred and ten percent gonna need to plan them out because uh, this is very shooting from the hip impromptu, and you could tell. <laughs> and making a list of ideas. Yeah, please do. Uh, we're gonna need someone to come up with a with a list idea. But uh, <laughs> Goose should be back in a week or two. I don't know. We'll still do even when Goose does come back. We'll still do some Coven corners. Uh, I need you guys to invest in some phone mics. That would be phenomenal. Um, I mean, Christmas is coming up. I yeah. got kids, and I'm poor. Yeah, that's fair. No, you I you don't need to, but it would it would help a lot. That's all I'm going to say. Uh you just need to I'll invest in an, you just need to invest in a $900 podcast board and two oh. 90 XLR microphones and you oh, should be perfect. in business. So let me jump right on that link. I'll put that on the top of the shopping list when I go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> um but as always, you can follow me on all of my other social medias at allmylinks.com slash snacks and official. Uh, I do true crime and makeup on my YouTube channel. We stream on Twitch. Usually we stream the podcast on Twitch. We're just in a bit of a gray area here. Um, but we also stream video games on Twitch pretty much daily at this point now. Uh, what else do I do? Um, what the fuck else do I do? Uh, I do lives on TikTok, which is cool. I make stupid videos on TikTok. 
Um, I'm working on merch shit right now. It's it's all a pain. Got a lot of balls in the air right now. A lot of plates spinning. But you can follow me on all my other social medias at allmylinks.com slash snacks and official to keep up with that. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope all the good things happen to you. Uh, be kind to others. Most of all, be kind to yourself. Okay, say bye, everybody. No, you're not. You guys aren't just gonna say bye. Oh, bye, bye. bye. I said bye, everybody. I said say bye, everybody, and then nobody said anything. Oh, we we didn't hear the say bye, bye everybody. I thought you said. Oh I thought you said goodbye, everybody. I thought you said goodbye, everybody, not say bye. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought to say goodbye as Perfect. well. Perfect. This 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 whole this whole podcasting session doesn't sound like shit. So. Welcome to our shit show. It's yeah. beautiful. Oh my god, I'm sorry. This is Beautiful. It's gonna be hard to listen to. I'm gonna tell you that it's gonna be real hard to listen to, and I'll give it's anyone. It's mostly just me and you spitballing. Um, yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone who listens to this episode in full length, I'll give you a kiss. Um, oh. But I will see you guys later. We will do some more Kevin Corners. If you have any ideas for Kevin Corner, you can email me at snackspacksmail at gmail dot com. I love you so much. Goodbye.